Hmm? What's, the, what's the goal of this call? Um, we're just going to talk about how to organize a meetup. And like, we'll talk a little bit about um, what questions you have for me in terms of how I ran MetaBank Mondays, what kind of stories you want to know, and like what you want to get out of um, hosting a meetup. The Jai still hasn't come and uh, Jake still isn't here. I could be like five minutes for them, I don't mind. Yeah. In the meantime, I shall be. Oh Hector. Did you know about did you know about Ziz and Chess Brother when you were still in Spain? Bro, this is actually like it's it's a movie. Honestly, last night to me was a movie. Not even joking. <laughs> I sent that photo to my friends Blast. in Spain and they were like, what the fuck? Really? Well, the great because the, the, the guy is 36 now, right? So like, so similar generation to, to mine. So like, I grew up watching those guys. Mm. I was just going to say, according to the city of Ride, their their restrictions are between uh, 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Yeah, for musical yeah. instruments and sound equipment. So it seems pretty whack that they were telling you to move on or whatever at like 8.30. It is pretty whack. Yeah. Because uh, we've actually had three police visits during our course of one month, one month and one week. And uh the three cops didn't care. Um but this woman did care. Mm. But there is there is reasoning like there's always reasoning between both sides. Uh, we did have over sixty people. Like last week last week's was forty five people and I literally couldn't prepare for it to two times, bro. <laughs> and she rocked up and she saw a hundred people in the park and she's like, gotta shut it down. Which is true because you need a permit to do a small gathering of of sixty to one hundred sixty to one hundred and twenty people. Um yeah, actually. Yeah, you, you have to pay three hundred and fourteen bucks and you're meant to fill out applications and uh it's a one month process actually but um like it's not Shit, have you started that have you done that no i haven't started the process yet so like what's gonna happen next week that's all you gotta figure out Shit. Mm -hmm. i think honestly what's the ice fault because he did the plants and they want everyone is out the screen so yeah. next time yeah, next, next, next time they'll do food plan yeah giant no more full planches only straddle because of heck this long like 10 second long <laughs> okay. all right that one for the whole video oh, i loved it um wait yeah nah like if she went there again would you get like actually fined because it uh, had already happened or um no it's a uh, she didn't write my name down or anything for a move on notice so it was so that okay. last week was actually a 
last night was actually a, a warning. So they're going to give a warning before you get fine, right? Before you have to move on. So technically, I didn't have to move on. She would have had to write my name down and get my address and stuff and then say, okay, you can continue. But if there's another noise complaint, then you get um you get fined. Okay. But I just said, okay, let's screw that process. Let's get out of this park because since Chessbright isn't here, then there's the risk to reward ratio for this meetup will be really like scuffed. And so then I told everyone to just get the fuck out. And as we were getting the fuck out, Chessbra arrived. Right. <laughs> so so um Chessbra arrived. We go into more detail on that because that was really hilarious. But uh we ended up moving location. Mm. Isaac, quick question. Because basically if they issue a fine, you can always appeal it or decide not to pay it and have to and then challenge it, right? Yeah. Um what what was the law or do you know like where you found that um the requirement for a permit for like hosting sixty to hundred and twenty people? I got a number, um I looked up the North Sydney uh permit kind of document and sixty to hundred sixty to one hundred and twenty people is three you have to pay three hundred and fourteen bucks. Zero to sixty is no charge. Um and then as you the higher the number goes in people, the more you have to pay. But that it's a North Sydney thing, so it should be the same for everyone. That's what I'm assuming because North Sydney isn't too far from from ride. Yeah. It's a really lengthy process of doing like insurance claims and like um making sure that like if you have people that you're paying, like you gotta write down their details and you gotta um let them know if you're if you're a non-profit or you're making money off it. Uh recycling bin hire, a litter bin hire meant whether you're having marquees, tents, jumping castles and stuff. But most of that is no, but you know how councils are like they don't look at your stuff until like a month later because of yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they can be slow, slow moving. Yeah. But um, what I was talking to people was this kind of helps our case to build like a new calisthenics park. Yeah, you can show the demand really easily. Yeah. And you can show the growth too. And it also makes sense to put a calisthenics park then in an area where there's like less people. Yeah. Or like areas where there's lots of um greenery around it. Mm. Such that then the noise is going to be like mitigated by the trees and whatnot in the distance to households. Yeah. Does do your calisthenics parks um are they situated near residential areas? So for me, there are three calisthenics parks they go to. Michael's in Melbourne, by the way. Michael's in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, I'm Michael. Um, Tannis on Instagram. But there's four main parks. So there's one really close to my house. Um, that one is in like in a big green park area, but it's, it's residential. Second one is Carnegie, where we host our meetups. 
uh, Carnegie is like an up and coming suburb. So uh, essentially it's underneath the train line. So this is going to be noise. There's going to be tons of noise from the trains anyway. So I don't think we'd get noise complaints. And it's also like in an area that's surrounded by restaurants. So there aren't many households near it. The third place is the St Kilda bars, which are probably the largest bars in Melbourne and can be quite popular. These bars are away from everybody and they're by the beach. So for a massive meetup, they're probably the best. And then finally, I train at my university in Monash and those are away from everybody too. What's your experience with calisthenics bars, Chai? Are they near homes? My what? Are you calisthenics parks in your area? Like, are they near residential areas? Well, the one there's like there's like the Wonder Bars, which is the one that I'm doing it at. Then there's like some small parks, but there's not really any crazy good parks to me. Like, there's one in Judge Street, which is no good anyway because it's right near homes. But the Wonder Bars is like perfect because it's like there's like a toilet block right next to it and like the nearest house is like a kilometer away and there's beach so like the beach like drowns out like a bunch of the noise anyway sort of thing so it's like there's like no houses anywhere for ages hmm. yeah with my council all the calisthenics bars are near houses like, like they literally have people's fences right next to the parks yeah hmm. mine's like a fair way away from any house like super far damn mm. so i was I, think, I was like i was like this is actually perfect yeah. yeah i think with you guys like there are like two competing issues so there's the sound problem which i think is can be mitigated just for love you know just being quieter etc but also like the people problem um you know if you start you know have the same turnout of a hundred people the police are probably going to keep on showing up saying you need to have a permit for this which yeah. is an obstacle yeah um also the lights if they're, if they're considered light pollution if they're pointed towards the houses um yeah it's a statutory mm -hmm. annoyance apparently like the woman was like you're not meant to have the lights damn yeah she seems she seemed to be like really against your case yeah um she was she was all right all right to me uh she just said that we have to move on like she could have she could have called for backup mm. but she um she did it solo and she only started calling for backup uh when when chess bar arrived so no hate to chess bar he he like talked his mouth to the woman and then she said to me at the end uh like any chance of you getting a permit is uh is not going to happen because of your superstar mate <laughs> oh well she's, like, she's not really in charge of getting of you getting the permit so yeah it's the uh council yeah yeah um but who would have thought you would have you would have had the issue of being too big <laughs> yeah well it's it's important to kind of like learn you know mm. I, I guess a question i have for you isaac is um why do you choose to have your meets at night time um because I, I do videography and i just like nighttime vibes mm. oh, that's fair 
But yeah. I, I feel like if it was during the daytime, you'd you'd run into less issues. Possibly. Oh, definitely, definitely. And but I'm going to have to start doing it daytime. But I just love the nighttime aesthetic. But also, people are working during the day, so it's like yeah, like mm. eight p.m. to onwards is like the time that everyone can sort of get there to onwards. Because a lot true. of people work at like seven. But then we have 100 people and lots of people have to sleep early. So I'm curious to see if we put, if we put it back, like how many people will stay in or how many new people will come. Mm. But at this point, there's like so many people. I don't even want to advertise more. I don't even want more people to join because it's just going to cause more problems than, than good. And it will also like, protect us a little bit more. I think it's actually a good point to have, to be honest. Like, I'm actually happy that it's happened this this early. And I wouldn't held back, you know, like, they should give us the space. This is just the best case for us to get the permit and get a new park. So I wouldn't back up like that at all, in my opinion. Um, like, that's a great point to have, like, what the fuck? Like, those are actually people who need to try. What the hell we should back up? I get the noise complaints, so we can change the time on the else, but I wouldn't back up. We've been, like, dying for to have this community for, I don't know, at least three years that I'm aware. So, I don't know. That's my opinion. Hmm. Right, to clarify, Hector, were you just saying to not back off? That's my point of view. Um, like, we can walk around what I'm saying, right? Like, change the time, noise, uh, all these things. But dude, these are healthy things, right? We want as many people as possible. This is the best. This, dude, like, why the hell does guys build the park, right, in the first place? To have people go exercise. There are so many shit parks out there. Nobody goes. That's like mm -hmm. taxpayers' money wasted. You know mm. what I mean? Like, this is like the best use case they could ever thought about. So we just need to, like, I think, reframe it a bit and, you know, play that along with the game, something like that. But that, that it's just gnarly. Like, this many people that I've never seen this before. Yeah. Mm. Um, my That's mate, my mate Jeff lives in Meadowbank. He was using this, um, the yellow bars. And, like, one time when he was in high school, he was grunting too loudly while he was working out, and he got a noise complaint, and the cops rolled up. <laughs> There's something about Meadowbanks that just makes it, like, a really touchy community. Like the yeah, this is our old white people. Oh, well, that's... They want to sleep early. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's annoying. But they build a, a skate park in a park or park right across the street from homes. Mm. Yeah, that's a problem from the yeah whoever designed the okay pick the location that's fucked. Because that's actually funny as like normally even in Spain like all the skate parks they have the calisthenics park next to it, but they're always built in a place that is nowhere near people. But here they just put it right to right next to people, so this is stupid. Mm. I think also like particularly for Meadowbank, but generally for like all communities, is then important part of branding because um taking the position of like an old grandparent living in meadowbank it could be quite frightening to see like a group of like a hundred young men 
full exercising. Like, you might get really frightened that they're going to jump you as you're walking out one night, right? Which is entirely not the case. But that's where the, I feel I think that could be where their fear is coming from as well. So you're saying we should brand it better or, or um, is that, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I think being, um, yeah, brand it to be more friendly, I guess. It's hard because if it's just old white, like, you know, old white people, it's really hard to get that message across anyways, and it might be a bit futile. Um, but generally speaking, just for more like, communities in general, um, you know, present like a kind, kind face to the public. That's actually a really good idea. Um, and it actually wouldn't be too hard to do as well. I think you guys had that because like, you're getting the mayors to come down and do pull-ups. I mean, like, that's I was like, oh, I like a genius. <laughs> um, it's it was actually it's not really genius how um I got the mayor to come because he just came after I messaged or like t um tagged him in the comment. But it's I guess it'll come down to how I use the fact that he came to our advantage that would really determine how smart I can be. Because him coming down doesn't mean too much unless you brand it right, just like what you were saying. Yeah, we just probably need to follow up with him, right? Get like a meeting with him or something. Yeah. Um, but this is like gold marketing for, for him, right? Like. That's like every mayor dreams having all the support from the young generations. So uh, another. Sorry, you go. Oh, you go. I'll, I'm going to go into a really long subject. Oh uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch briefly in different parallel thing. So, um, obviously, this so far has been branded around Middle Bank, right? And that's the whole thing, right? So in that location uh that time whatnot um but it seems like this is growing out of proportion which is i think the best it could ever happen have you considered or are you willing to open up that into like you know if we were to pick a different location you know is this something that you would be open to or like you know this has to be made of a bank skill the spot um that's it okay yeah that actually kind of leads into what i was going to say as well so Hector was saying, um, is it MetaBank has been blown out of proportion with the amount of people coming? Is there uh is there um a chance that we could expand this to other places in the future? My answer to you guys is um like MetaBank is just like a park. It's just a park in an area. It's not even the best park in in um in Sydney. Is a it's not even the calisthenics park it's a parkour park and it's in like the worst location you could probably think of for like a 100 people meet so what can what you can really learn from metabank is the branding and the uh in the marketing and the connections and you can apply you can apply like a metabank formula to any park including wonder or including carnegie or st kilda or even prince alfred <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what I was going with, right? Like this movement seems to be like Mailbank is just a location, right? To me, this movement seems to don't like be above locations, right? And if like it seems like people is down to make it happen regardless of all the impediments that we're having. Like maybe we can just pick a different location and people is gonna show up because they are loyal. Yeah, that's my point of view. If you if you market it right, it doesn't even have to be about casting. Doesn't even have to be about parkour. Doesn't even have to be, be about bodybuilding because literally three communities joined in that meetup last night. Yeah. Um, so it's really it's important to emphasize that uh, it's about the um the branding and the marketing and the connections. Absolutely. Honestly, but, that's a bit similar to reference. Like that's what I started training, but you know, mm -hmm. we don't really train in reference anymore. <laughs> So I'm not sure if this can be uh, similar. So what type of marketing do you do, Isaac? Or did you do for Meadowbank? Okay. So um, uh, of course I wanted to get the logo out as fast as possible because uh, a, a logo kind of, uh, kind of officiates what you're doing and you can draw people in more because like a banner, like when people used to go to war they'll they'll unite under a banner and like i don't know why that works but in in human monkey mind that's just like logo banner good um so that's obviously branding and like lots of branding comes from from visuals and not just only the logo but for me it's the uh the aesthetic i use to my videos like you can look at a clip on your for you page, you can instantly know that's MetaBank because of the lighting, because of the colors, because of the bars, the way you, the, the the camera quality. You know that you know the location, um, because it has a certain aesthetic, a certain brand to it. Um, another way of marketing is just uh, well, the marketing comes from your branding and also your connections as well. So. Obviously, lots of you guys know a lot of people, and some of you don't know many people. But um, it's important to just like have have like friends, which is really obvious. But when you when you make friends with people, um, even like strangers that come to the park and you don't know, if you make friends with them, they'll invite their friends, and then people just connect to each with each other, and then it grows every week. Look, of course, like Metabank didn't start off with a hundred people, it started off with eight people. But um when we invited a new person, they'll the old people will make friends with the new people and the bond just grows stronger. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part makes a lot of sense. Because like um I think you need a like culture of in inclusivity and I think you need to establish friendships within your community. Because, uh, like, looking back at Monash, the, my university, we've got, like, a small calisthenics group, and I've found that numbers grow when you have consistent training every week. But, like, in the winter, for example, when, you know, it sucked and people didn't want to train in the rain, you've had far less frequency and numbers started to drop off, and you only had a really small group. So I think that idea of friendship is really core to increasing the numbers and having continuous growth.
Hmm. Yeah, yeah. When it, when it starts to become like, uh, like almost like auto routine is good. If it starts becoming like a routine to people, like, like people come because of, because of under the banner of fr of fitness and like, and like getting workout and being consistent, it's far less effective when you say, um, do it for the boys. That's basically what Metabank is all about: is doing it for the boys, rocking up and just like having fun. We're not restricted like school sports or um or like a comp even or like a or an expo or a sporting event we're just like a bunch of people that love the same thing and they're friends with each other and want to do something cool yeah i mean i think that's what i've started to realize with um carnegie like i was having a last tell us, having... tell us about carnegie in general oh so it's only been very recent so um victoria has been quite a disparate calisthenics community very infrequent meetups most people just train by themselves um in about april last year we had our first meetup in st kilda there were just four of us but uh after the melbourne competition people started talking we made a big group chat told everyone to invite everyone they knew who did calisthenics into that group chat and started organizing meetups and it seemed like the most central area for everyone that had a good set of buzz was Carnegie. Um, so last week, oh sorry, two weeks ago, we had about seven people. This week we had about 11 and hopefully should have more next week going ahead. But um, just on your point about just having fun, that's what I, I was really enjoying about our group. So I've been training calisthenics for a long time, like probably in a park doing pull-ups since 2016, right? Always trained solo. Um, but going to Carnegie on Saturday was just like, I was just feeling down. I was like, damn, I'm not really feeling this workout type of thing. And I rock up and I open my door and there's like seven people just vibing to music. And I'm like, and just warming up and I'm like, holy shit, it's happening. Let's go. This is going to be awesome. And as you were saying, Isaac, it's like, do it for the boys. It's that, I think that idea of being surrounded by like-minded individuals who are going to push you in your set um, just creates an atmosphere that's really fun and really energetic and makes you want to be there. That's sick, bro. Yeah. So if anyone in Melbourne is listening, come down <laughs> to Carnegie. I will have a sick time. It'll be great. Yeah. But dude, there's a, there's a, like, a lot of people in Melbourne, man. Don't say like there is, you're making it sound like it's not that, that many people, but dude, Melbourne is like, even not the first or second biggest, like largest city in Australia, right? There's a mm -hmm. lot of people. I think the key also, like, I don't think it's, I don't know, I think the key is also like try to get as many like beginners as possible. That's where the actual mass, critical mass is, right? Mm. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe in the past we target too much like the good athletes or whatnot. But if you really want to build a community, it has to start from the ground up. Like, I mean, that's what I'm getting. You guys need to make a bank. Yep. So Metabank started off with um, eight people and I was, I was the best because I trade my friends. So they can't even do hold front over too well. They can't handstand at all. But 
we're just a group of boys that love it so much and so the energy that we provide resonates through everyone so in a sense you guys have way more skill than us like your weakest guy in your group can planch better than me <laughs> and you have like a really good location in bars like st kilda carnegie like they're better for calisthenics than Menabank can ever be because we don't even have p bars bro we just have um a straight bar and it's thick mm. um so you and and you do it you do it daytime as well so you got no problems with police at all <laughs> so if you think about it like it, it could it could pop off if you want it to you could you can make yeah. something really great out of it because it's not about the it's not about the um the park or the all the people actually it's just about um everyone working together yeah and also like i'm not sure how often you guys doing it but i think that's probably one of the success keys that uh made Middlebank so successful like it was every monday right and no matter what you show up and yeah like i'm basically like if you look back in the first session that might be like depressing and look like nobody's coming but like if you do it over time i think that was also the another of the of the keys right the consistency to show up every single monday and i think yeah. people start relying on you and expecting you to come and if you show up like it just pushes each other what also kept me going is even though i know even if people don't show up i still have my boys you know like they'll always rock up for me because i know them since high school um although they're not like a high scale level or anything at least i'll be with my boys and we'll hit a session and then we'll finish and have a snags and just talk we talk about life and like that's it that's that's medevac mondays for me it's about the boys you know mm. Yeah, that consistency is yeah so important. Do you think it'd be a lot harder, Isaac, if you didn't have your friends? Um, well, we've we've been training for a while. We used to do pull-ups and um dips and stuff in the park alone. Oh, that that's a fact. That's what we've all been doing. Mm. Uh, but I um, I took the initiative to to train up some people. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have my friends, um, I would have trained up people anyways. Mm -hmm. It's just I so happened to train them during lockdown, and so we didn't have um, that much access to a park because it was crazy stuff with lockdown. It's right after lockdown, we we end up going to MetaBank all the fucking time. Every Monday, we're going to MetaBank. And that's what's happening with with your group as well. But um, you don't really have to worry about it because you've already got like a bunch of mates that are good at calisthenics. Mm. Yeah. I guess my advice would be for Jai is finding for Jai finding um, athletes that will train at Wanda will be. A little bit touch harder because most of the time Jai will be the only one that can like do cool stuff. While unless he brings like Brian, Ethan, me, Javier. Like I've got, I've got like uh, some of you guys coming like this week. Like um, I know well Javier and 
I think Bjorn might be coming because Bjorn's sort of around a lot. Um, but um, I think Bryden and Peter and potentially Ethan are coming as stuff and Tyler. But like that's not going to happen every week and stuff. And yeah. so I, I like that's why I want to. I I'm thinking Meadowbank's a completely different side of Sydney to like Cronulla. So it's like there's a potential to find a lot of people in Cronulla that don't know about it. So yes, it would be good. That's why I'm I'm also like I I do prefer training in my my house and for some a lot of sessions I still will be but like I'll, I'm gonna try and like you know just during the day on like if it's like a hot day or something try and like take advantage of going there more because it's gonna be like more popular and then I'm gonna be able to like talk to more people and sort of like that's what I was doing Sunday sort of thing like I think that's my best sort of option my best bet I don't know mm. but yeah sort of getting them down from from there and then bringing them on a Wednesday night if they're available sort of thing. I don't know. And spreading oh. them. I actually, I have found a way to get people faster into calisthenics. Yeah. That's to convert them from sports. Like Tyler and John, Tyler, Tyler was a cliff diver and he did, so he knew a little bit of flips. So he actually got dynamics pretty fast. Um, then he'll also just do a little bit of calisthenics. Uh, Jordan, Jordan was a tricker, and so he's he can do dynamics well, and he he also did calisthenics. So they they were the first two people to um come to the park on top of the OG the OG boys. So yeah, they added more coolness factor to the to the to meets. Because before then, I was the only one that could do the course skills. And those two, actually, it wasn't even, Jordan didn't even come to the meet. He, he was away in in America. But uh, it was Will. He would just do lots of reps. But, um, yeah, Tyler actually added a lot because he he started getting more into, like, dynamics and, and like, leveling up his car settings game. Um, but, yeah, um, converting, like, parkour people and bodybuilders like bodybuilders all right they can get skills really fast like like andrew or akira they can get calisthenics moves really fast like that base in bodybuilding and then most of them like you'll be surprised want to actually switch from bodybuilding to calisthenics and so you don't have to teach a beginner from scratch you can just convert it's true do you have any power lifters isaac uh, I don't know many powerlifters, but there's lots in Melbourne, right? Yeah. Like you like have squads and squads of people in Victoria. Yeah, hundred percent. They're pretty. They're pretty strong, though. Yeah, and they got mass, but they got massive legs. <laughs> but that, oh, I think that'd be great yeah. at muscle ups and dips. Cool, aren't they? Like, you know that um, liver girl that can do one arm pull ups in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah live face squats. <laughs> yeah crazy yeah damn we should have invited to our mates yeah you should um, yeah finding connections with uh bodybuilders parkour people tricking people power um bodybuilders powerlifters yeah those those two primarily mm. really really useful what are you smiling at joe 
Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Also, I think the reason why um we miss Jake is because for Jake right now it's eight forty. Oh. Oh shit. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> the noosies. Jake, Jakey, wakey. Missed it because it's eight forty over there. Yeah. In Queensland, and we yeah ah, makes sense. And I'm curious, what are so does Meadowbank have concrete plants going forward? Um, Meadowbank is just a park. Mm. Me on the other hand, I have some plants, but I just I just work one step at a time. Mm. Gotta figure out what to do next week. Because mm. each week gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's actually pretty scary. Um, next week, if if um we plan something, it will be it will be so many more people than last night. Mm. I don't know how to manage it. Should we choose a different location or make it earlier? Yeah, I have to be time or change location. But even then, there'll be so many people, bro. But that's good. And Chesbrough's coming good. in. Chesbrough's coming in, Ken, dude. <laughs> that's shit. Yeah. How are you going to cook so many sausages? <laughs> I I actually think it's a good initiative, like to have some sort sort of um yeah, snacks, bro. food or drinks with it, just for like uh sense of community. Yeah, nature chat. Always love nature life. Not even gonna lie, oh, nature life is so good. But uh, that's why you go to Sydney. <laughs> get more nature life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, food and just like snacks just promotes more of that like the for the boys thing because like mm. when I was in high school, we'd just go out and we'd um. We'll like ride around on our bikes and then have uh like a sausage sizzle and then and head back home. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately in Carnegie we don't have any like barbecues, but um we do have tons of restaurants and places that sell bubble tea. So we can have a little bubble tea train going on. Oh yeah, okay. We have used portable cookers before though, when barbecues were well uh, weren't working. We just slap some um some steak on the pan. It's portable cookers. Yeah. That's yeah, because I don't have anything at our bars, my bars. Mm. Yeah, you can look at those gas stoves like for when you go camping. Yeah. That's all you use. Yeah. Smart. Do you want to talk about um content? Hey? Do you want to talk about content? Yeah. Yeah. I know you want to. I know. I'm always about content, man. <laughs> it's my favorite. Um, have you ever thought about getting a camera, Mark? I have. You've thought about it? I've thought about it, yeah. It's pretty expensive, though. Mm. Like, how much would you say for a good um, video camera? A uh, thousand bucks for just a camera. And then. If you buy a second-hand lens, that's that's good enough. Just set you back like five hundred to six fifty. Mm -hmm. 
Um, maybe a filter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, about uh, around 1,500. Okay. I have I have I have two cameras. One is a cheaper setup. One is a more expensive setup. But the the cheaper one, you actually see fifty percent of the time, and you probably don't even notice. Hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't know there's two different cameras. Because when you edit edit them, the footage you can make them look almost similar. Mm -hmm. Would you say um camera is the most important equipment when it comes to content? Or would you think editing software is more important? Ooh. Cameras editing. I say editing. I say editing. Like well, what I find, right? It's probably an easy fix. So I just googled it. But like my iPhone will have like not bad quality video, but the moment I chuck it into like a reel, Instagram will dilute the video quality. Mm -hmm. And I don't know it's no longer as crisp as it was. Yep. So you have. Visual appeal, your storytelling, uh, and you have just like cool, cool effects, I guess. So where you get the cool effects from is uh, like reels, like like sounds, sounds that are cool, um, like prompts, like you take, I don't know those edits where they they have like a prompt and you. And then you remix it and make something cool out of it. You can do you can so like the one on my Manic Monday page was like the wet t shirt contest. I love those. <laughs> yeah. They work a bunch. Yeah. So you don't need a good camera in order to do those. And mm -hmm. you don't need a good camera to to also um tell a story mm. but you do need a good camera for visual appeal okay but when you want to grow something um you want to grow something from like something small to something big you're gonna to have to utilize everything you've got to do it in like a short time like i did you can do it with just a phone it's pretty hard, but you got to know that like a camera is is less than two thousand dollars investment that can um carry you on for like the rest of your life. And I taught Jai how to use his camera in yeah. less than a month, and he's he's pretty good at it now. Look at you go, Jai. Yeah, that's why I'm keen to like see what I can shoot. Tomorrow. Okay. Because I don't know, like, I was gonna come to MetaBank anyway this week and shit, but like, when I saw like the content that was being posted, I was like, all of a sudden, like, oh shit, I can't wait to go to MetaBank this weekend. Like, it was like, instead of like, you know, like, fuck, okay, I said I'll go, so I have to go this week. Now it was like, 
oh my god i can't wait to go not just because of the content though like of course it was like a freaking vibe and especially like the last night was a freaking vibe too but like the content like made it exciting you know like and that's what you want and like like i went back to the page to check out the content because it was epic yeah i love the edit with the um what's his face say sergevich he does the uh, yeah on the drop yeah yeah that was clean like those things just hype the fuck out of people it's something you don't need you don't need to do it but when you do it and it works it's just something magical mm. it would just vibe with it do you find like you utilize like trends on instagram what uh i do a 50 50 split mm -hmm. yeah you don't want to do too much things with trends because you kind of lose the genuinity yeah yeah i sometimes just like to uh post a picture or post like a, a video and just do like a really simple caption or like a thought-provoking caption and just be like no hashtags and just that's it just volume just prioritize volume and then have trends when you when you when you have like when you see a trend it shouldn't be like oh i have to put something put something with it or i have to do this trend when you see a trend that's good you can't wait but to remix it okay yeah i saw i saw multiple trends and i was like damn i can't i can't wait to get home and edit this one because it was going to be so good and the boy's going to love it why haven't you gone to the camera yet um hector you always do edits and stuff hector has a camera doesn't he uh no I thought you had one. I thought you must have been holding someone else's. That was your camera. Huh? That was your camera? No, in Melbourne, you were holding a camera. That was uh, that was uh um, Rice's. Uh, no Rice's Nelson's Nelson's camera. Oh, I thought Hector. I was like, I was like, finally, Hector's got in the camera. <laughs> no, to me, it's just um the overhead. Um, since I appreciate the quality of the content. In the end, I don't think I will really carry it with me all the time. So, to me, just the camera that I, I know I'm always gonna have is the one for the phone. Um, I don't know. It might sound cheap, what I'm saying, but to me, it's good enough. The quality that I get from the iPhone 13, uh, you know, it can always get improved. And uh, I don't know, some point maybe. But yeah, it's just the overhead uh some worth to me at this point bro imagine if redfern sw used the camera jai holy crap i imagine imagine <laughs> so yeah. you, you guys really think that um i mean i'm just trying to challenge that the quality of the video really has that much weight in the success i'm just telling you man and jai can um but in if he agrees with me but like once you go and shoot with the camera and edit for the first time there's no going back you can't see phone footage the same bro it's addicting it's mm. addictive and it's like a skill that you use for the rest of your life because videos promos advertisements films um and edits, only everywhere everywhere these days 
Yeah, that's only once you wrap your head around it. Like, because yeah. I originally got a camera from that because of Dave, and then I never knew how to use it, and so I never used it. But once Isaac taught me literally everything, then I was like so excited to use. It. I was making edits, just mucking around edits, and then like made a couple better ones, sort of thing. Hmm. It's pretty cool. That's definitely some valid points. Yeah, I think it's it a professional refinement to the page or to the to the video. Like, I think a good comparison um, is that you look at like Levan Neo Strengths videos, which he uses a camera, and they're so clean, so well put together, super aesthetic and blow up. But then you look at someone like Elfo, who's super super strong that doesn't use a camera to record his videos and they're far less likely to blow up. I mean, Elfo still has like the sets where he does like the 20 push-ups, then 20 fall to touch, which blows up because of just how insanely strong he is. But outside of that, he doesn't use a camera. And so a lot of his posts don't get viewed that much at all. Hmm. To me, honestly, that's fine. I'm fine to not I mean, I'm content with reference or in general. I don't mind not blowing up if I don't have to, mm. or if I were to blow up, and it's not because the quality of the actual camera, you know. Like, I don't know if that's a good reason to me. Like, that's what I, I'm saying. I get what Hector's saying because, like, like I get for Hector, it's like just showing the quality of the calisthenics, not the quality of the camera. Like, he. If the set's gonna go viral because it was a good set, that's what he wants it to go viral for, sort of thing. Like, if he, mm -hmm. if Elfo did like twenty push-ups to the press, like he does, um, but then did another one with twenty push-ups to the press, and like everyone reposted the one that had the cleaner quality because it was just like the angles was incredible and everything. Like he wouldn't really care about that. He just wanted to see the set. Like wanted to know why it went why it went viral for the set. I think that's why mm -hmm. Hector. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. you're saying? Yeah, that's basically that. Like, I, I respect both sides. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be hating on none of that. Um, but it's just different ways. Like, for instance, like a close case that we know is Ethan. Some of Ethan's videos from last year, right? it, it, it were not even reels. And they had like hundreds of thousands of views. They blew up. Like, even Omnitsuka was tagging him. And there was just a porn, right? Mm. So, yeah, it's just. I I I was take both. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I've noticed this with like other art forms, right? Is that I find people who work really hard at their craft and have put a lot of time and effort into it don't want to be seen as you know doing it for views, and so like are, are reluctant to um, do things in a certain way that would get them more views. Um, but yeah, and that, like, that can be like a mental block for like overall, overall growth. And I, I understand it entirely because like, you know, you don't want people to see you as, you know, someone who's fake or whatever. Cause at the end of the day, people do calisthenics cause they love calisthenics, not cause they want to blow up on TikTok. <laughs> no, to me, I still think like camera definitely keeps it to the next level. Um, I'm happy with that. I appreciate that. Uh, I just don't think it's a requirement. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely agree that this is that's like it's not a question; it's a fact, right? It's next level quality. That's for mm -hmm. sure.
Um, my my opinion on it is, well, if you look at Mariano, Mariano doesn't post much at all, but he still gets more recognition because of the moves he do. He does. That's good, but um, you'd have to be Mariano level. But when you want to grow, it's more motivating if you do it fast and if and when it's a slower journey, um, it doesn't only to motivate you, but to motivates other people around you, especially when you want to build like a community. Mm. Also, um, when people see you holding a camera, it actually like motivates them to do better as well. Like I'm, I'm holding up like this thing, right? <laughs> people are like, oh shit, I gotta do this set. I gotta, I gotta do it really good because um. He's filming me. That's a good point. Yeah. And uh, they, they feel like they're part of something. They feel like they're part of a movie. They feel like, oh, shit, like what we're doing actually matters. It's not just like everyday phone footage. You point a phone at someone and it's like, it's almost kind of perverted kind of. Because like, oh, you're, when, when your friend does this to you, you know, it's kind of annoying sometimes. But when... When they're um, pointing a premium piece of glass and technology at you while you're doing a set, you almost feel honored to like send a plant or a front lever. On a plant and then kick the camera. <laughs> 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 Insert one athlete. <laughs> I think I think it's also um worth querying is the effect it has on like Instagram trends, like Instagram picking up your content. Um, like, I don't know if you've any experience with that, Isaac, because I don't know how to read Instagram, but like phone content that is filmed versus like professional level quality content. Do you find one gets more traction on Instagram or has reason to? Um, I found that, um, the left, the quality of like the image quality um doesn't have much of an effect on views actually you can just use a phone and get views but the way you mm -hmm. get followers is the is the premium content mm -hmm. because when you get when you get um views on instagram there's not much conversion to uh the followers but people that mm -hmm. actually engage with you like having a follower and having someone that actually talks to you engages the content and wants to join your meet so much different when you um when you have when you have better image quality and stuff you see more professional and then they feel like the time they're putting in is worth is is actually worth it um mm. and another thing though is when you're shooting with a camera there's you can you edit it in a way where you can zoom in and zoom zoom into like specific subjects within the shot and still maintain good image quality even though you're zoomed in whereas if you zoom in with phone footage you start seeing all the pixels and stuff that's that's another thing there's lots of content that i made that has blown up because i was able to zoom into people's faces and get reactions and stuff like you like you see those people that do car videos in the gym like gets people's reactions it's because they shoot on a good camera so the image quality still stays up mm. 
Then sometimes you like the normal man workouts and <laughs> super pixelated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at at the end of the day, shooting on the camera is a preference. But what I see in Hector is he's already got the edits. He's already got like the aesthetic. He's just missing one step, bro. And it's just like one push forward and he and, and he can make like insane content, man. It's just almost frustrating. But I, um it, it's it's up to you, man. You've basically done two out of the three steps. Mm. Yeah, no, that's good feedback. I think I still to me like it depends. Yes, like that might give me, I don't know, whatever the cloud, whatnot. But to me, like what's really impressive right with Middlebank is what really has behind like all those things are nice but if they didn't really have the community like actually real life people showing up every monday everything else wouldn't matter so yeah i still don't know how much of a camera of the or the content actually you know like we have right now you have both things you have the quality and the camera and the people showing up but i'm just it's, it's hard for me to see the exact correlation from the content to the actual people. So obviously to me, what matters the most is the people that is showing up. So if you tell me, okay, if you can prove me that a camera is gonna actually give me the people or the community engagement, right? That's the, that's invaluable to me, right? Mm, um, so that's what I see a struggle to see the correlation. Yeah, I mean, I, I mostly agree with Hector. I feel like we were, Gone down a little the we went down a little little pathway exploring content creation and the parts of content creation. For me, I feel like though if I were to see a video, like if I were to like no no offense, like no no offense here at all. Um, but like if I were to see like a community, um, of course, like like your videos are great, of course, Michael. Um, but if I were to like come across your video and then Isaac's, I'd like I'd be like a lot more inclined to be like, holy shit, like that's epic, like sort of thing to Isaac, like mm. like from the the sort of content, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is all? That's where I think it sort of comes into play more. Like then it could catch a couple, put more people's eye, sort of thing. It's like a competition thing as well, like. Although we're trying to help each other grow our communities, we um well this affects more if you're in the local community. Yeah. It's not really Melbourne, but um if you see someone who if you see someone's content is better than some other person, it's like a massive difference that could have an effect. And there is a reason why like stuff on TV isn't shot on an iPhone and why um movies aren't shot on an iPhone. Because of the competition, like it, it's just like you see someone doing something better, you're more inclined to get something from them. Yeah, mm, I think we lost Hector. Yeah, um, I right. think it makes sense because, like, um, for a lot of people, when they first hear about your organization, will be through social media. So, if you've got competing organizations and you have to make a choice between one the effect of the social media presence is going to be important. Mm. I can talk about content all day though, but do you have any more questions? Like what do you think are some of the like the barriers to 
to you wanting to achieve what you want to achieve because what you want to achieve might not be what i want to achieve mm. yeah so i'm i'm more laid back and i've got sorry laid back with my goals for what i want as a community in that um i've got quite a lot of time commitments with my studies and work at the moment even over even over summer um but like I like seeing it grow. I want it to be a can continuous, you know, on the weekends or you know, or every every second week. And as long as there's like you know, slight positive growth, I'm I'm happy. Just one second. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I guess like, what what for you, Isaac? Um. Is it about blowing up, like you? Sorry, is it about getting a, like a great sense of community, or is it trying to introduce as many people to calisthenics as possible? Second option. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, if it's about introducing to calisthenics, is it then taking them from like a few pull-ups to their first muscle-up, and then to infinity after that? Um, no, with the scale and I'm doing things that's pretty much impossible. Mm. You can't grow and also elevate skill at the same time. There has to be, there has to be like a point where you just got to say, I've got to do one thing and I'm just going to not do too much on the other thing. At this point, <laughs> at these meetups, I, I don't even get a train. Like I'm, I'm there holding the camera filming all the time because I'm, I'm committed to just making like i think jake is probably a little bit more in tune with me he wants to normalize calisthenics as a like as like as a thing that people just do mm. i'm a little bit more on board with that term in in that in that sense so just blowing up as hard as i can mixing it with different sports so all the street sports see what we are and um just getting it as much exposure as possible and then letting the people that want to do whatever they want to do take over and um take care of the oh jake here you go finally what's up guys what's up we're just talking about you oh yeah i was just uh, i got caught <laughs> up in uh flow oh all good man what time is it for you uh 9.07 p.m oh 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 yeah yeah you guys live in new south wales yeah fuck me <laughs> I'm sorry. so yeah you're an hour and seven late not seven. nice nice you guys are still on call uh what i miss and i miss much <laughs> well um i think i'm unless there's anything more i i think i'm gonna go get ready for bed because i've got work at 5 a.m but um yeah you guys can keep going yeah all good joy all good joy yeah sweet. good, well, is. good to see you <laughs> What's yeah, up? Well, I guess we can talk about um like the queensland community and continuing our conversation about normalizing calisthenics isaac yeah um yeah we, i was just talking about like michael was asking 
whether I want to elevate people to go from like zero pull-ups to be able to do like muscle up and beyond mm-hmm. or just get as much exposure. And and for me, I said that there's a line that you have to draw between getting as much exposure as you can and um, increasing skill level because from because when I'm at the Metamake meetups, I'm just holding the camera basically all the time and I might pass the camera on for someone to do a set and then I'll train for a bit, but I barely get the train when at my own session. Yeah. So I guess I'll pass the question on to you. Is like at this well at this point you're pretty you're pretty new into um burly bars. But do you see yourself like helping people go from zero to a hundred or you more of an um normalizing calisthenics kind of guy? I think um because I've been doing the burly bars thing for actually like a solid like maybe four months now. Um I think I I started it like that long ago. Um and over that time that I've seen it kind of go through ups and downs and um skill levels and people i think it's more important to normalize because when put it this way um when you think of like the top like athletes in like the world for like calisthenics they're super fucked up right and i believe that that level can only go so high depending on how many people within that sport are actually doing it so I think the level will be pushed while naturally um, it gets normalized as a natural sport. Because um, I think that if you, like, I, I get the, I get the idea of, like, um, wanting to push people to, like, get those skills and stuff. But I think those people will push to get those skills as it becomes more general. Um, and I don't see it as, like, a, oh, this is, like, a really hard skill to get. The more people... That are doing muscle ups the more people that will be doing muscle ups if that makes sense yeah i think like if you normalize calisthenics then people are going to start doing it at a younger age right people are going to start following you know valentin and Levi and people like that at a younger yeah. age and they're yeah. going to start to push themselves i um i agree with that as well 100 in that uh the only reason why we have such fucked up calisthenics athletes now is because calisthenics started 15 15 ish years ago and some people did start at like 14 15 and are some of the best athletes in the world um so i think that's yeah and that was because it was getting normalized i guess because of social media so i'm a normalized guy That is really interesting. Uh, is he lagging for you too, Michael? Yeah, he's cut out and frozen for me. Yeah, he's frozen for me too. Uh, we should just wait. Yeah, it's, it's, it's me because I'm hosting it. And I'm... Sorry, Isaac, you're cutting out for us. Yeah. I'm hosting. Yeah. Hey, Isaac? Oh, you're posting. You're posting a video. We just missed what you were saying. And I have internet connection problems, so it's affecting you guys as well. Oh, I got you. Uh, but yeah, what were you saying? Yeah, some, some um, kind of. 
<laughs> is it good now? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Um, do, do you want to ask a question? Since I'm cutting out, I think it'll be easier. Um, sure. Um, I mean, considering the explosion that you did have um, with Meadow Bank Mondays, I'm curious to kind of know what that, where that exposure kind of exploded from. Was it, um, was it the people that came initially and then they grabbed a couple of their friends and then that kind of exploded that way? Or was it just the meetups were so fucking sick that they had to bring friends? Like, what do you reckon it was? Okay. So we've been doing this for a month and a week. The first one that we did, about 20 people. So we started with eight. But we decided to really push for it. We just decided to push for it this one week. In the first week we did it, we got 20 people. And then um, the week after that, more people came because of the content and people bring their friends as well. The core people bring their friends. What's interesting is a week ago, we got 45 people. Um, but this, last night, two times that and that's that wasn't because of the core people that wasn't because of people inviting the friends it was because i brought in um chespa brought in an influencer that's what two times it but the thing you have to note is even though i did two times this um the attend attendance this meetup the people that came want to stick around like i'm not just getting new people and they're dipping next week they actually want to become regulars and the scary thing is they not only want to be regulars, they also want to bring all their friends to these meetups. <laughs> so it's it's a mix, man. You can bring the people, but they won't stay if this if the session isn't sick, and they won't be excited if the content isn't stick isn't isn't sick. Because yeah. you can come one week and you can be demotivated the next, but if you keep a if you keep a high going by releasing content, you keep that excitement, you keep that constant like like at that point routine doesn't even matter. They're just so fucking pumped. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the um. Obviously, momentum's a big thing because I think the most I got down at my bars was maybe forty. Um, I think I might have hit forty to fifty people at one session um and that was off a high but since i've left like i've been gone for like five weeks six weeks um obviously momentum's completely shot um but now that i've legitimized it with an actual account for it and started that process anyway start actually filming content for it properly next session um hopefully that'll start attracting more views um more eyes anyway i should say and we start getting that type of role on too um but the thing is i haven't even i didn't even play trying to invite all the real like cali people on the gold coast it's kind of actually just a random group of runners i've met ran into <laughs> i'm no joke like just ran into this group called the mega run and i started running with them and then they get like a hundred to like 150 people sometimes for those runs and um i just literally amped up 
a couple of them and then they brought their friends and their friends and their friends and then we just ended up having like 40 50 people down there um never done calisthenics before you know what i mean so it's like all of those are new calisthenics people for the sport but none of them done cali so odd um so i actually want to get cali athletes down there and just get them because i swear to god we've got some good athletes here they're just all in their fucking little like cubby houses man they're just hiding away yeah it's interesting you say that jake because isaac was talking about earlier um stealing from other sports right getting people who are into health and fitness and taking them into calisthenics mm. yeah yeah well what's amazing yeah what's amazing uh, what... <laughs> so sorry sorry what was that it's just different models um so you got the take from other sports model which is very yeah. generalized and then you also have the model where you have every single like high level athlete coming down to that sessions, which is what we have in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it partly relies on if it changes based on your objective. And also I think there's probably a hype factor that may play into, um, having like serious athletes coming down. <laughs> you know, actually it's funny because, um, because when you think about it, all three of us have the different models. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird like that. You've kind of got a bit of a mix, Isaac. You've got all the athletes, and I've got purely no athletes. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Um, you have the best park. What's that? You have the best park. Yeah, I think I've got I've got the most interesting part because it's kind of spread like a virus, like in that um park. This so like bar park. Oh, the best park. Yeah, I was like part. I was like, I guess so um you, you could see it from that way but yeah the park the park is absolutely gangster and there needs to be more done with it like i'm going to be starting to run like full-on events like we talked about too um but yeah getting that sunday to start blowing up is the biggest thing get get like 40 50 people constantly and then um hopefully it just amps up itself from there but influences are a big one that's a hundred percent a big one i'm going to tap into soon to start talking to big influences within cali and fitness on the gold coast and um invite them down essentially i reckon bring in um fitness faqs or even eugene to in the gold coast fitness faqs is melbourne i'm pretty sure melbourne? oh that's for you then yeah that's you that's yeah, right. i've messaged him many times he just he mostly keeps to himself i reckon we should all message him and call him individually mm. yeah but um ariel is talks to some monster strength a lot so there's high chance of getting some monster in the future yeah that, there's, hey, if there's even a small chance it's definitely going to work bro if, if you just work on it but but jake 40 people and you don't even have cali guys is insane yeah like that's i honestly was a surprise um when it happened to i was like holy fuck i like looked around i was like what the fuck <laughs> it's like i've never seen that many people down at the bars before and none of them had really done cali before and i was like i've done something decent <laughs> like this is sick um but i i feel like there's a big part of it that's lacking with the the inspiration because calisthenics everyone 
anyone that is anyone that has done cal is like getting good at calisthenics has inspirations that came from it like seeing someone muscle up or seeing someone from whatever it is they saw someone and they went holy fucking shit i want to learn that we're missing that here like i'm the only one plus maybe one or two others that are actually putting some effort into the community um so um getting those people down uh, is like mandatory like that needs to happen who are the other people who like live near burly bars um hayden is one of the strongest motherfuckers um he's 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 fucked up Mm -hmm. uh shane and his crew um but shane is a lone wolf he won't come down doesn't matter what happens he's been stuck in his little cave man for like three four years man it's crazy robbie said and during melbourne bro he literally just he literally just trains booty chicks now like i swear to god it's crazy um i probably got like five times the amount of clients he does now in cali he just doesn't coach or really train that much cali now it's weird anyway um so their crew they've got some okay cali like calisthenics um forever fitness ryan franks ryan evans ryan evans um he does some sick flow he can front lever but he can't march um Mm -hmm. and then that's that's kind of it like we don't see those guys at any of the comps either right no 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 they 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 did compete but they haven't competed in a long long time Mm. before covid um Mm. And then there's a couple up in Brizzy, um, but again, there's no like crazy athletes that are doing like full plant presses and shit like that, like or like front lever pulls or f- decent flow. No one's flowing. I'm the only one training flow that I know of, like in Queensland. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. I don't know what's happened here. I think uh i think it's just about literally building the next generation of calisthenics athletes that's mm. that's kind of do what you, like, do you guys do you guys chat on instagram and whatnot because like what, what i found for in victoria was just having like a, a group chat with all the athletes in victoria to just you know send memes and videos and whatnot done that's a really good idea i'll put that in my notes actually um yeah, is there anything you guys think from your perspectives? Um, you guys may or may not have been watching whatever I've been doing um, on what I could be doing better or should try. I can. I can I'm not the expert. That's uh, Isaac. <laughs> um, a really important thing about like creating community, creating a tribe, is that everyone plays a part. And so, when I had um. 20 to 30 people um coming to my meets most most of them will actually have roles so i can name a few roles um me filming i i have two cameras so i give another person to film um i even get people to hold lights so we can get good lighting to take some pictures you have people Bro, bring- I, love, I, I love the lighting you bring down there it's fucking <laughs> sick we we get so people to bring bring equipment like P bars. Some people bring resistance bands. Some people bring mm-hmm. tape. Even some people bring. Yeah. Uh, we organize we organize snacks. We have a rotation of who buys snacks. Um, when yeah. someone's buying snacks, another person's buying bring onions and cheese. Um, other people bring nature life. 
<laughs> other people bring coconut for nature life some people bring shaker cups these are all different people bring different stuff by the way um yeah. some people are helping the beginners get their muscle up some people are helping um even put on the weights for people that wanted to count on way to calisthenics bro like every single person has a role like even even cheering on people like you you see someone um like giving hype to another another person while they're doing this set you pat them on the back say good job and like they, they something clicks in the mind it's like oh shit i'm i'm the hype guy i'm gonna start doing that all the time and then <laughs> they come and they're like oh shit i'm the hype guy let's fucking go it's, they give themselves their role yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's yeah, when, yeah. when someone has a role and they're just not sitting on sidelines watching because watching isn't really a role then mm. build a really strong fucking community and then they invite their friends and be like hey look i'm gonna encourage that guy look isaac's gonna give me a pat on the back and then like they're all their friends see it and they're like oh shit now i want to do something for the community and it just snowballs from there i totally feel what you're saying um i think i know i know exactly what you're saying and that's a big part that i like literally clicked last sunday like clicked in my brain was like i need to get so essentially um it's really interesting the way you're describing this because the mega run that i go to where I, I got all the peeps to kind of wrangle up from um they all got these people called hype lords and they essentially build hype up everyone in the community and even post times and places and everyone follows them so everyone knows what's going on um i think i need to have my like hype lords that grow community with me and they're exactly like how you're saying one person's got their everyone's got their role um to play when coming down into the community and it's only okay so this i think this is what's really missed too is that we've got like no cali coaches on the gold coast the only one we have is dan gorgon up north um and shane no cali so like those were the only coaches but now since i've started and hyped up cali on the gold coast a mate of mine has started and another two people actually three three new people have started coaching calisthenics um so i think that's the opportunity there to bring all of those people that are starting to get real like okay shit, something's going on with cali jake started something we can make something happen grab all those people together and hype it up for the actual cali community and get normalize it yeah um the interesting thing with getting calisthenics coaches is uh coaches can come in all shapes and sizes so i have three sections in metabank one section mm. is learning how to do muscle ups and basics and just doing banded banded stuff on the bar yeah um, another section is weighted calisthenics yeah and, mus and muscle ups people that can do muscle ups i've static and 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 on the floor section there's obviously statics people and then on the bar that that wraps around is the freestyle section yeah now it's really interesting because i'm always floating around the freestyle and statics in the way calisthenics but um i'm i'm like people know i'm like the person with the camera but i'm never actually in the beginner section but the biggest section is the beginner section it's so interesting it's like why is that the biggest section if we're not hyping up um the beginner section but like i found out one day because i decided to venture into their little realm and they were actually like 
they started forming like an extra community of their own. They were teaching each other. Like I taught them, I taught the boys, my core members once, and and they learned how to do a muscle slot from a pull-up. And so yeah. they taught one person how to do it. They learned how to do a better muscle slot, and that person teaches their friend and teaches their friend. And suddenly, or they're all lined up in the queue and they're all teaching each other. So if you teach one person right, like everyone starts to learn. So it's, it's, it's a good advantage to even like break up sections inside your meetup where where um where beginners okay. or like the, the freestyle people go because you have, you have a designated bar for that and where the stakes yeah. people go on the, on the dip bars that could work like they form the micro communities like the parkour people yeah yeah, like, yeah like casting statics people like brighton ethan peter they're strong so they stick together <laughs> that, that makes sense a way to categorize and then begin guys yeah it's it's kind of like um it's kind of like everyone has their thing and niche and that hypes them up to come to MetaBank, but they all have their own section. It's not like Ethan wants to be training beginner muscle-ups. So you've got your crazy motherfuckers, your freestyle motherfuckers, and your beginner motherfuckers all training together, and then you can venture to try new things and have like almost experts in every field in within them and have their own, like you know, yeah, own community. That's sick. That's so, it's so dope. <laughs> so sick. So that's one hundred percent possible for you as well, because you got a better part, and you, mm. and you, you're a coach, so you can find other coaches that like in your area as well, and like you, yeah. you can definitely capitalize on that strategy, man. Like so simple. Yeah, you. it's literally. I think it's gonna be really simple and effect. It, it's gonna. It should happen quite quickly um not to you know knock on wood um but now that because before i wasn't hyping it up i literally every everyone was just kind of hyping themselves up before they were creating their own little social community before it um so now that i'm actually like going to put time and energy into actually creating something like sizable hopefully meadow meadow bank size um then it we can have some like serious growth um within yeah even like a, a place with mats so that the chicks can do stuff and create community of their own yeah you know that's not a bad idea i should i should try and bring down a mat oh, fuck that mat it's an ass of a thing to get to the bar so it's so big it was a great call it's great seeing you all sweet as uh, nice to actually meet you thanks <laughs> so much you, okay? for um, doing this call michael my pleasure Good night, bro. Peace. Have a good yeah, one. Yeah, bro. Do you have any more questions, Jake? Um, I think um, as it as it kind of propels forward, um, I'm sure there'll be more and more that kind of pop up. Um, at the moment, I've kind of just got like I kind of like to prioritize actions, make make like two or three like very like distinct actions, and then from there, um, things will pop up that I guess I'm okay. I need to do this better or whatever. At the moment, I'm kind of already in like a okay. I've got like I need to get really good content. I need to hype up a massive group of people and get everyone together in terms of athletes communities um to hype everyone else up so there's more spread um 
and those are probably the two main things. I think those two main things will create some decent momentum. Um, and then from there, hopefully there's just this kind of more and more that'll start popping up. That'll start, I guess, if I have any questions, um, I'll ask, but, um, was there anything that I missed during the call that you would probably find I would need or find interesting? Um, we're going to put this on Hector's podcast. So you probably just find out that way. Cause we did have like a one hour course. So we did go through a lot of things, but, um, yeah. I, I want to like, I reckon you should target some, maybe even like a few videographers. If you provide them value through training, like myself as someone that likes using cameras, um, if you want to make quality content, um, they can't help but to make content while they're at the meet. If it's that awesome, they can't help but like send you a video. Now that's that's me when I was like in Cali comps and stuff. Like I, I just I just have to do it. <laughs> I just have to make a video. Someone came straight to mind that's been training Cali and makes dope as fuck content. Like he's he's like right on top of it. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea, actually. And I might I might start doing um, some type of cooking or sausage seal, some some type something like that. Is a really good idea too. We used um portable gas stoves. We put a pan, oh, yeah, and just like like a uh, sizzle steak or like sandwich steak. That's Bro, they enough. got they got a barbecue down there. Oh, oh, sweet, easy then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that'll be easy. Um, Definitely okay. because. That, that makes more roles yeah that makes more roles for people to capitalize on yeah yeah no that's a good idea that'd be sick start making an actual thing problem is that it's like 8 30 in the morning um and you're not that's the problem dude it gets so quick man like you see this shit yeah fuck yeah it. it's fuck man um yeah it's it's we get there at 8 30 and you're you're out by 10 though that's the thing like it's it's so hot so i want I want to make a later time because there's a it, the shadow comes over at like two thirty three and then we could be there for hours. Mm. Um, but the community that comes down there comes from the mega run, and then that's where a lot of the people, pretty much most of them, come from at this point. Um, so it's one of those. It's one of those. It, it's not optimal, but it's what's working for some yeah. reason. For me, um, doing it at nighttime is not optimal because the the cops come and there's noise complaints. But that's what's working for me. So we're in different yeah. side of the coin, man. That's so funny. I guess it, you got to do what naturally kind of builds on itself. You know what I mean? Like why force a time? Just let the community and the growth, you know, kind of choose it for you. Mm. So whatever works, <laughs> I guess. What's up, Hector? How's it going? Long time no see. You, bro. Yeah, I was before in the call. I had to. I don't know what happened. I think my Wi-Fi dropped or some shit. But True. I'm very, very stoked what you're doing over there as well. I'm not sure what you guys were talking before, but yeah, I'm really keen to come there if you organize something. Um, yeah, I would definitely come. You know what, Josh, We were actually talking about that. Like, Javier, Jai, and I actually want to go to the Gold Coast, like maybe December. Yeah, I, I want to run a comm. Um, I'm actually coming down. Don't go to don't go to the Gold Coast when I come down, okay? I'm coming to the 
to Sydney in like December or something. Um, I think December the 3rd or something like that. Um, just to see family, but I've asked to stay till Tuesday to come to Meadow Bank one day, uh, Monday. So I'm going to come, I'm coming to one soon. Better, really? it better still be running, you motherfucker. I swear to God. Don't get kicked out by the cops, bro. Everything in my power. All right, good. So I think I'm coming the third. So I'll be there for the 5th of December. Yeah, 5th on the Monday. So that'll be sick. Um, but yes, I want to run like a full on event and I want to invite every athlete within Australia, um, put Burley on the map in terms of calisthenics and Gold Coast, build the community that way as well. Um, and just hype everyone up in Queensland again because calisthenics has completely hit the fan as a shit. Like, shit is a fan. Like, there's like, well, one big shit community. And then they threw it in a fan and just went everywhere. <laughs> Everyone just fuck off, like, into their own little, like, particles. Um, so we need to, like, get a mop and clean that shit up. Is what we, <laughs> we need a vacuum. Put it together. We need a vacuum, man, and build a shit snowman. That's what, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Bullshit, man. Nothing's happening. No one's doing shit. I'm the only one now. I'm I'm the last hope for calisthenics in the Gold Coast in Queensland. Mm. But um, oh fuck. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'll let you guys know about dates. I might actually even just set a date. However, it's fucked because I don't want to do it too early. If I do it a month from now, that's the 25th. I got to organize it in a month. Eh, it could be enough time. You can look um, at flight, flight um flight costs as well. That's yeah. my problem. Two months from now, we're looking at the like middle of January, which could be all right. Like the 15th to the 20th of January could be perfect timing um, to do an event in terms of people coming back from holidays and stuff like that. Um, so I'm thinking two months from now and hit it in the middle of January, actually. Yeah, the 20th of January would be pretty much perfect. Something like that. Um, but I'll let you guys know ASAP because, um, yeah, I'd love to get you guys down. You guys come down for a couple of days. We'll go flow at other places and all that type of shit. Um, we'll get like a full like two-day setup or something and I'll organize it. Be really keen for that. Do you ever think about um, organizing a like even like a, a meetup, Hector? Or do you? Yeah. Um, like I where you added in life for that? Is it pretty yeah, busy guy? I was uh, aiming for December. Uh, and actually, it's funny because I didn't know even posted that much, but I remember a few people reaching out and still, like, even like almost every week, people is asking me about it. But I didn't really, like, officially said anything. But we were targeting December. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can buy forces. Hmm. Yeah, cool. No, that's gangster. Hopefully I'm there um, during the time because I think I'm coming back twice for uh, Christmas with family too. Sweet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay, cool. Keen. Hell yeah. Um, I don't have any other questions, I don't think, at this point. Um, I think that's um, a really good idea with the 
getting like my main kind of like runners of the community to hype it up more. Um, I think that's a great idea. And just like I'll crown them as like fucking, I don't know, Cali Lords or some shit, part of the like Cali community. And I'll be like the Cali King or some fucking crap. <laughs> kind of works. But um, yeah. Okay. Now that's a sick idea. Do you have any final thoughts to end off um the podcast? Because it's gonna go on your um, it's gonna go on Redfin SW on Spotify. Check it out. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I just want to say I'm sorry for being so late. An hour, an hour seven late. Uh, technically seven. Late. It's all right. That's a it. It happens. I'll know for next time. Um. Ah. Uh, no, don't any other thoughts. Uh, only other thoughts I do have is that uh, whoever's listening to this needs to get into calisthenics. And doesn't matter if you live in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, get your ass over to Meadowbank Mondays. If you live in Melbourne, we got one in Melbourne, we got one in Perth, we got we doesn't matter where you live, man. Go go do some Cali with some Asian or I don't know, someone. Find find someone. yes yes some some brazilian or italian or it doesn't matter just find someone to teach you cali what do you think hector you're gonna wrap up this podcast um yeah not much Uh, yeah i would say let's just like consistency like seriously that's my biggest take um just from what i've seen you've been very consistent every week like no matter if no one is showing up but you make sure you are there and that's what people gonna fuck with and relate you, know, you run this for i don't know how long you've been running now like one year or not but keep doing it even if like maybe in like two months somebody will show up for whatever reason but like keep fucking doing that would be my only thing that i really admire from what you're doing and in general Keep fucking doing it. Let's get it. Amen. All right, boys. Well, appreciate the last uh, 30 minutes that I've been on. And uh, keep in touch. And let's fucking go kill this shit. Easy. Let's get it. Let's go.